What time is it? What time is it's it? 2 it's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Welcome, 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 guys, <laughs> to the two Awkward Millennials podcast. I am joined by my partner and argumentative banter, Hendrix. What are we doing here? What's going on? Uh, okay. Say hi. Hi. All right. Thanks. And I am KC. Hello. In the place to be. And this is... <laughs> Stop, fam. And that place is the 2 a.m. podcast each and every week. That part seems like a lie right now, so chill. Um, <laughs> we bring you our awkward take on pop culture, life, love, and the millennial experience. What it do? What's going on here, Miami? You right? Turn the music up. Turn me down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Never met it. All right. Um, What's going on? Hi, guys. What up? Mm-hmm. How y'all doing? Y'all doing well? Cool. If you're listening to this for the first time, welcome. If you're one of our normal listeners, thank you for tuning in again. No fuck, kind of old. You I'm like just saying, we you had, know, you we had, had give, a break. You be giving me like used car salesman vibes sometimes. You know what I'm talking about? Like cheap and unmotivated. <laughs> Why would, how would that be a used car salesman? They, they try to move merchandise. It's shady. That that wouldn't be cheap and unmotivated. That's true. Okay, a fast food worker. Uh, no, I never. I would never subject myself. Oh, excuse me. I would never wow. do that. Wow, cancel him. I'm just saying. All right, I worked in fast food. I'm for the people. Mm-hmm. And I worked at a gas station, Speedway. I think that's the only one that handled people outside the family. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't do none of that shit. But, uh, I did. I, I mean, I've been in I'm the I'm sorry, we industry. all can't be wealthy like Hendrix and not work. You know what I'm saying? Those those entry level positions. I mean, so we all had I to start working somewhere. At 16. I so, had to work. All right, I'm level. trying to I'm trying to bring up the youth. Okay, encourage people now. Like I said, we can't all be like that okay some of us have to start from the bottom and, and earn it my and nigga i'm still at the bottom what are you talking about me too me too <laughs> you are a black ass liar i am i am i am yes a black ass liar no i am it started from the bottom and still not there mm-hmm. all right all right tier one fuck out of here fuck out of here <laughs> oh, i wish nigga i am still a regular motherfucker okay Flipping burgers. Top tier ass nigga. Fuck out of here. Flipping burgers. All right. Anyways, Hendrix, not that I care. Or not that I don't know, but how are you? <laughs> um, I'm doing fine, man. I'm actually in very good spirits. I've been in very good spirits since the last time I talked to you guys. Um, throughout all the adversary and bullshit, I I'm, I'm still remaining pretty positive. So, you know. I'm I'm good. I'm good out here. I'm just Living the white man's, you know, simulation. I mean, he run all this shit, so I don't see how that would be racist. But God runs all of this. Oh, that's what you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> that's what you doing today? On the Lord's day, that's what you doing. All right. I got a headache. This is a sick nigga. I was just got a headache. Then you just took six ibuprofen. I, I, think I took four. <laughs> the fuck, you got a headache, folks? Still. It ain't kicking. 
fucking toes should be fucking tingling by now. First of all, everybody take 800 motions. You just look fucking dramatic. And you just said, you talking about me. You just whoa, said that you whoa, take about, two of them. Talk about, talk about, you're not talking about me. This nigga me. has an addiction. <laughs> He's talking about me taking 800 grams, of, <laughs> 800 milligrams of motion. But this nigga just told me he takes 1600. And so who, which one of us has a problem? One of these things is not like the other. I mean, you take four pills, I take two. So I would think that you have. No, it's all milligrams, <laughs> nigga. We ain't stupid. This is a druggy generation. They know exactly what we're talking about. about oh, all right, all right. We, well, I didn't want to start off with that. You died from a seizure. Um, all right. So, um, before right, we get into we the show. <laughs> before we get into anything, we just want to uh, give some acknowledgement. Uh, rest in peace to Juice World. Um, unfortunately, he has. Um, Sunday at the tender age of 21 due to complications from a seizure and uh, I think it was the Midway Airport in Chicago mm-hmm. and um, yeah I mean I, I think this is a it always is a, a lesson that you know I think a lot of these younger artists or younger people in general hang on like every word from artists and entertainers and shit like that. Like we grew up in an era where niggas lied to us. Like everybody was rich, but in reality, nobody really had money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Niggas was Pablo Escobar and shit, but they really weren't. Like they have no, like no arrests on their rap sheet and shit like that. So yeah, Maybe now just good criminals that didn't get caught. Yeah, okay. There's no such thing. Um, you didn't get caught. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> we not can I get through this? So um yeah, unfortunately he passed and I think the lesson that um hopefully comes to this is that it's okay to, you know, make good content, make good music and shit like that with the perpetual But stop living your lyrics. Yeah, pretty much. Like, you know, we've we've seen so many people in the in the music industry pass based off of drug usage and you know, it's a lot of people out here who are talking about doing drugs that aren't actually doing drugs. Looking at you, future. But uh, yeah, just you know, you ain't you don't have to be like your favorite rapper. Just be you, okay. And if you're dealing with something as far as mental health, depression, something like that, find help. There's other alternatives besides drugs, okay. And alcohol too. Definitely alcohol. Lean is uh pretty much like liquid heroin, so just just stop, please. You never get off that shit. So, how was your week? Hers like in her bed. She dropped a little weight. Now she don't want to hide no more. All right. She um, still wants her wear fucking face. Yeah, like she Muslim or something like that. I have not seen her without glasses in. But still, she not hiding years. like she was hiding with that big ass hair and them dark ass shades on. She like I'm actually a bad bitch now, so I'm gonna come like through. just show yourself, Gabby. We already know who the fuck you are. <laughs> like it's not a mystery, nigga. We got Google. I knew who she was. She first came out. I'm like, oh, hey, girl. Anyways, but I didn't know who the other girl was, so you was hiding for the wrong people. <laughs> who the fuck is Gabby? Her. <laughs> so how, how how you been doing? I'm all right. <laughs> you don't sound encouraged. I'm okay. <laughs> 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 I'm just a little tired. You know what I'm saying? I am exhausted. 
I will say this. I am very excited. I'm excited. I know I don't sound like it, motherfuckers. Let me find some. <clears throat> I am very excited because I have two more weeks of work and then I'll be off for Christmas break. A bitch went on Christmas break mentally two weeks ago. Um, I'm just done personally, but eight more days is standing between me and Christmas vacation. And my stepmom calling. I'll call her back. <laughs> yeah, so I'm looking forward to the shit. Um, you know what that is? That's wealth right there. No, it's not because I'm, I'm saying I'm going on vacation, but I'm working like four of the days that I have off. <laughs> That's real wealth. I think, yeah, how they pay. <laughs> like my last day is Thursday. I'm going in Saturday. I'm going in Sunday. <laughs> holiday. I pay. think I'm going. Must in. Be, that's my, that must be nice. You get paid on holidays. That's crazy. Uh, most people do. <laughs> yeah, my last day is Thursday, but I'm going in on Saturday. I'm going in on Sunday, and I'm taking three days off, and I'm going in on Thursday and Friday after Christmas, 26th and the 20th for the holiday. That's holiday. Yeah, man. Look, man. Look. But then I think I'm off for like two weeks in January and I'll go back to like the 13th or some shit. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm going to do so much of nothing. And I'm so excited. Oh, God. But honestly, I think the reason I personally be so happy about it is because I work mornings. And no nine to five or shut the fuck up or you eight to four or suck a dick. I'm talking about mornings. Like <laughs> my alarm go off at three o'clock in the morning. I leave my house at three thirty. I do not see daylight until afterward. <laughs> After. Hey man, you know that's life so, you chose, man. You know that. So I just be hype as hell, like when I get to cut my alarm off. When I sleep, I'm like, I still can't sleep. Me, <laughs> so I wake up. I was like, oh, it's six. <laughs> like, I be hype as hell. Well, with the exception of fucking Thursday last week, I got drunk. Oh, oh sorry, pardon me. I got drunk at the bar because my uh, a bar had a Christmas party for my uh, job, and I uh, proceeded to get slitzed. And uh, yeah, I drank a whole lot. I think I had like. Long Island, three tequila sunrises, three shots of tequila, uh, another shot of tequila somebody bought me, and another shot of Ciroc Red Berry and lemonade somebody else purchased as well. And, uh, yeah. Look at you being the lush. I didn't realize it until I realized it. And I was like, oh. I know, my favorite drunken activity is eating. Um <laughs> Mm, you might not you uh no nah, i ain't gonna say you're the minority but. i'll be fucking so my favorite drunk activity is food um so when i'm get too drunk to eat it's a problem like i was driving home like ooh, what am i gonna eat and i was like my son was like bitch we ain't eating shit nothing and i was like all right okay i came home and took my ass to sleep hmm. so that was that that was that and here we are yeah. yeah, like I said, um, we took a nice little we holiday took a break. Um, we're still kind of figuring stuff out. Uh, we do have our three year anniversary coming up later on in December. Ow, ow. 
I'm trying to figure out what we're going to do from that. And we're also we're going to auction Hendrix off for uh, a date or a naughty FaceTime if you don't live in Michigan. So, ladies, sign up. Send all of your funds to. (laughs) All right. Come on, Hendrix Hive. I know you can do it. So send all of your inquiries for the raffle to money sign K-E-N-I-S-E-C. Okay? And I will enter you in to win a date Wait, with Hendrix. Wait, that ain't Hendrix my cash app, Or it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is we doing right now? No, that's not how that's working Participation out is highly recommended you won't want to miss this ladies or gentlemen so just send in your funds and sign up all right again that cash my nigga they heard you the first time they can't rewind see who's that it's my cash (laughs) (laughs) all right we're taking donations anywhere Upwards to the amounts from anywhere from five to five hundred dollars for the opportunity to sleep. I mean, date. <laughs> <laughs> kind of slut do you think I am? Five hundred dollars. What? All right. Sorry. <laughs> off, off mic. You mean I got to do back to back? What if I'm tired? Yeah, schedule them days. I'm getting older, man. One yeah. day at a time. I'm going to do one virtual date, all right, one real uh, date in a day. So, um, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a couple stories this week that kind of, uh, you know, one of my favorite pastimes now is to get on my nerves, uh, get high as fuck and watch like the early morning world news and stuff to just see like all the debauchery that's going on that we have no idea about because we just get our news from like Twitter and shit. So... I said I was grandpa's don't get high. Anyway. Yes, uh my grandpa <laughs> Stop putting it. See, why you, you was just a whole snitch today. No, I know my grandpa is. They find out. No, he don't even live here. And he got got coma anyway, it's medical. Oh, uh, mine is too. No, um, fuck it's not, <laughs> nigga. Um, so the uh story out of Florida, the armed robbery highway chase in the UPS delivery truck was fucking insane i didn't see it live i saw the replays and the subsequent twitter videos of like the live action shit and yeah like if this was what are we doing as far as the way law enforcement attacks criminals i want no parts of it like i i was <laughs> what did they getting, do i didn't see it it's getting to the point now where like you might actually have to shoot at the police, like in defense, <laughs> like because. So basically, the story goes: uh, two gentlemen um, robbed a jewelry store, um, fled on. They assaulted the people in the jewelry store, fled on foot to where they found a UPS truck, um, held the UPS driver hostage, and took the police on a wild chase um through rush hour traffic um story ended unfortunately where they got stopped they died in a rush hour traffic and as they were you know typical rush let's, let's think about something local like a hall road rush hour traffic so ups is stopped 
police are chasing them. Police get out the car as the uh, UPS truck is stopped, and they just unload. Not talking about like, ooh, we got pistols and shit. No, we got AR-15s in full rush hour traffic. Not like, ooh, we got everybody on this side cleared off and everybody we got them blocked in. No, they just. Well, the police are terrorists. Edit point. (laughs) (laughs) Edit point. Domestic. (laughs) Um. So yeah, just uh. The, the and it's the bystander and also the MA the and, and the hostage situation. Um, prayers up to their families and like I bl- that is nowhere near like the proper pro- protocol for a situation like that. I know that for a fact, and I'm just keeping a close eye on how quickly they sweep this under the rug and what kind of legalities come forth through civil lawsuits. Stop! Stop it! I've been gone for a minute. Like okay. I didn't even do nothing. What are you talking You're about? You're mocking me. And also, stop looking at me, <laughs> nigga. You always complain that I got my eyes closed. Now when I want to have a conversation because we doing a podcast together, you got an issue too. Mm. <laughs> Almost threw this up at you. Um. Also, uh, brother nature. Um. Got jumped. Brother Nature is the young, light-skinned young man who is very popular with the animal community, and um, he got assaulted in a diner. And it was crazy how how much Twitter um kind of ran up and defended him. And it's come out that he was actually the aggressor in the situation. You know. He's a, uh, you know, a celebrity. So celebrities talk sideways to normal people and you can't really do that all the time, you know? So um, keep an eye on that story, you guys. It's going to continue to uh, progress. Hopefully it goes away, but yeah, continue to progress. You know, just don't talk shit if you're not like with people who can help you. Well, not even strapped. Like, if it's you and, like, five other people, you should probably just shut the fuck up. Like, that's just common sense. Yeah, don't bring a knife to a gunfight. I mean, sure, they're just kicking that nigga in his fucking head. I'm like, all right, all right, turn this off. shooting. His name is fucking Brother Nature. Do you really think Brother Nature got... No. Fucking 20... land on Plymouth Rock. 2019 Aquaman. Fuck out of here. That nigga don't got. Anyways. So, yeah, that was all the things that kind of piqued my interest um, this week. I'm not going, going to continue to go back and make up for the lost time. We can't do that. Sorry, guys. Follow us on Twitter. April Nolan and Hendrix. Little Fizz. <laughs> I've been seeing each other. And as a result, Amarion is going on tour without them. Apparently, Lil Fizz ain't the only person that April Jones has seen. If you checked out the the Shade Room today, she's interested in another no-name rapper as well. Lil Fizz isn't a no-name rapper. His name is Lil Fizz, first of all. And second of all, I don't know who the other person is. Some goat. Some some goat. A goat? goat. A billy goat? (laughs) Some goat. (laughs) Jay-Z? All right. (laughs) (laughs) I would actually like to see that play out. Now that you said that, that, that sounds like tons of fun. Let's just see April try and persuade Jay Z. 
That's all I want for Christmas. Let's see, April persuade Jay Z. See the fallback of that. But yeah, no, she was spotted out with a rapper. Um, shouts out to Marion. I love a petty nigga that uh just don't say shit. People observe and then embarrass niggas. You know, without really trying. Appreciate it. I feel like me personally, I'm erring on the side that none of this was planned out and that. What do you mean? Like everybody is because I could be wrong. I could obviously be wrong, but everybody really wanted Mariana to be mad about this and everything like that. And I'm like on the other side, I'm like, what if he really just not? (laughs) Because he had the same amount of he had more albums, I want to say, by himself than he did with B2K. B2K only had two albums. And um, no, no, I, I'm not so saying. So I feel like him going on tour could really just be a different Millennium tour. Now it would have been. I wish he would have changed more people. But adding Soldier Boy and Bow Wow and him going on a tour solo makes sense. Like I feel like he had a lot of success solo, like solo. So I don't think it was. No, like, they could have always been the plan. No, no, I'm not saying it's a direct correlation. Well, I'm not talking about you specifically, but I'm saying that was what everybody was oh, saying. Okay, like, yeah. oh, he announced a tour and he kicked, and he fired them niggas on his birthday, and I'm just like, I don't know if that. I mean, like, it could that could be it because I love I love some petty shit, but it really could have just been coincidence. Yeah, I mean, he wanted Bow Wow on the first one, but for whatever reason, they couldn't get that to go together. So, I mean, who wants? Y'all really going to see B2K two times in a row? That's what I'm money. saying. Nobody really cares about going to see the same tour. I like, don't know why y'all seen, went to see the same tour. Little Fizz still time. can't, he still really don't sing. Well, he still really can't sing, can barely rap, and he still won't take his shirt off. So I'm trying to understand what we're going to see him for. I'm just saying. That was some 2003 salt on there. That shit. No, hey. I really don't care. But it just. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm I'm why trying to push this take, show. Why won't he take his shirt off? That's it. He used to rap about that. Bitch, can you take that shirt off too? Oh man, man, that ain't cool. That's what was one of his verses. Mm. But um, I mean, clearly we knew he was soft. That's why he didn't take it off. That's cool. I'm just saying. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, anything else? Pique your interest while you were on vacation? No. Or no? I went to Miami. It was cool my, for my first time. I don't know how y'all deal with that Ocean Drive shit. Like, them fucking people at them restaurants is pushy. I don't want that. Hmm. I don't want that, motherfucker. Did but you I get think. a cu- Cubano? What the fuck is that? It's a sandwich. It's popular in Latin Jibata cuisine. bread? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, no. Where's my drive? I didn't have no sandwiches, so. Okay. I had some seafood. I had some seafood twice, actually. Went on a little <laughs> cruise. It was cool. Okay. It was a nice little time, right on the water, right at the beach. It was a good time. It was uh, That was my first time ever going somewhere, like, on vacation during the winter time. So I really got to, like, change the forecast. Like, for real, going from, like, 30 to 80 degrees. I was sick of shit for a couple of days when I got back. But <laughs> it was cool. Um, But, yeah, shit. Well. I'm bored. 
I'm down to get my life back together. Look, don't let don't let Casey. Anybody want to donate to my poverty fund? You can do so at the same cash app that you are signing up for them raffle tickets. No, we not mixing money, my nigga. Fuck out here. It's all in the same. It's no, all going to the same account. K e n i s e c. Y'all want to send me cash some money? Cash tag. Hey, 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 hey! You fucking with the brand? My Calm cash app is in my hey. Twitter bio. So fuck his you... Twitter bio. <laughs> Whatever y'all want to donate to the fund, like you know, just add, you know, send your request through Cash App. I got you. Only fans <laughs> coming soon. Five forty nine a month. Five? What? I think they are cheap like that. Mm, yeah, but not. That's like for people who actually do that as like a profession. Nigga. Like I'm a normal person, so my shit gonna be like fifty. You're not a normal person. You a sexual deviant, and like I said, it's fifty fucking. Di- uh, no, five forty nine. The fuck you want people to sign up? Fuck you think you gonna make our money? I mean, people gonna pay regardless. It's me, so. And you heard it here first, ladies. <laughs> pay up. You gonna pay regardless. All right, all right. We just, you know. to me. Um, you said you had a non-serious question to ask me. So, would you like to ask that on the podcast? Um, I can't remember what it was. Okay. Let me see if I can find it. It was something about how you treat me. Mm-hmm. Very well. Uh, that's not true. Oh, I was talking about... Oh, no, we said we were going to save that. Mm, um, I have a question. It's not even what I asked you earlier. Okay. I have a couple. Okay. All right, you ready? Go. Um... <laughs> Do you think that um, things that people are offended by have changed? Yes. Like, because the reason I say that, and I'm not even talking about, like, social media per se. I'm talking about, like, everyday interactions. Like, you know when it was offensive to ask a woman how old she is? Like, do you think that's still in play? Because I don't I don't be uncomfortable with people asking how old I am. It's not in play anymore because, um, and I hate to single black women out, but black women have really really developed this sense of pride in the fact that they don't look their age yeah. so they openly flaunt the fact you know you see people i think it was a thread that came out um this week where it was like you have your age your height your relationship status and uh how many kids you have or something like that and it was just people oh yeah oh yeah i'm you know i'm 37 like oh really i can never tell you don't look a day over 25 and it's like you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. that shit like so now it's so out in the open that yeah i don't i mean i would never ask i'm still not asking people their their age because I don't talk to people who look like they might be under 21. So look how well-mannered you are. She's like, you know, I'm you're grown. So, But yeah, cool. it don't make me uncomfortable. Like, I be hyped because, like, I get hit on by a lot of young niggas sometimes. And so, they be like, oh, I thought we was the same age. They be like, 19 or 21. I be like, she, all right, nigga, I thought it died. Like, um. Wow. Yeah, I ain't never really fuck with no nigga that young, but <laughs> it's still flattering. Look, you know? if you're under twenty one, don't even speak to me, please. But it's different for men. No, it's not. It I is. me personally, do not speak to me if you're under twenty one. That's all I'm asking. Don't listen to that lady. Send your money in now. I mean, you can send your money in, but don't speak to me. I mean, they have to. Oh, I feel like you said don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> now, don't wow wow. 
you know, a question I had while we were on vacation, you know, it was just like for somebody who is having a a rough period, as far as like our, our content create our fellow content creators, like how do you guys get over that like little hump? Not necessarily writer's block because all of us don't necessarily write, but you know, when that, that jar of ideas is kinda empty, how do you refresh? That's that's something that I've been wondering. So can you can you answer that? Like when you, you know, don't have a topic to come up, like do you just like base it off of your life experiences or do you just like just pull something out of your ass? You asking me? Yes. I mean you the only one here. Yeah, am I? All right, sorry. Um <laughs> Um, it's a combination of things. So, like, yeah, I do pull it out my ass, but most honestly, all of the topics come from things that I see, have heard about, or have experienced. So, like, and I'm one of those people that I like the way my mind works. Like, I can see something or make me think about something else, and I can put a whole situation together. And that's kind of how I work anyway. So, like, most of the shit. Is from my mind. And if it's nothing going on where I'm not thinking about anything and I didn't have this eureka moment like I do most of the time, um, I usually just go on social media. Like, I'm in dating groups. I'm in, like, I sneak into marriage club groups because I'm not married. And, like... What kind of shit you want? The stuff that I see... Well, I don't sneak into them. They're public. You just can't join it. Um... Like, yeah, so dating groups and, like, stuff I see on my timeline that I see people say or stuff on Twitter, like, questions or stuff like that that I see going viral. I get ideas from memes, like, anything. So I can pretty much use anything as inspiration and stuff like that. Um, And then I go and put my twist on it. The only thing that I think takes work is that every every topic I'm not as passionate about. Okay. Um. So y'all could pretty much tell, like, when it's something that I feel strongly about versus something I'm working like, you know, I'm a little indifferent. Cause that's, we talk about everything. It's a very well-rounded show. So like I could talk about something because I know other people might deal with it and I could say what I would do, but it's nothing I probably have experienced or might not ever experience or, um, shit like that. So, but I could still form an opinion on it, which is why we would talk about it. Yeah. I've had a lot of discussions and, one of the main things that I try to get across to people is that our intention or our goals was to never be like purposely entertaining. If that's your lane, cool. I'm not, you know, discredited, discrediting you, but we always want to be relatable. So we talk about shit that everybody goes through or everybody can relate back to, you know. So at sometimes it does get hard because you talk about so much shit that you have to kind of go back to the same subjects, just put a different spin on it. So that was the thing that I was kind of racking my brain with, um, as we were off on vacation. Yeah. So I just wanted to ask you that question and see if we were in the same page as far as that was. No, concerned. I'm better. I'm just playing. Anyways. Um, no, <laughs> um, but I guess I really didn't even finish asking the offensive question. Like, so you said you don't care about age. Have you? Did you ever? Have you ever heard about that it's offensive to ask somebody how many carrots their ring is? Um, like that's my old shit. Let me be problematic. Most of you vision ain't got rings, so why would I ask that question? 
But no, I don't ask. Like, who asks? I don't know. I don't care. If it's, I don't care about you. You're your- a man. So it's different. Like, but somebody else, like if this girl on Facebook was saying, like, her coworker or somebody was like, oh, my God, your ring is beautiful. How many carrots is it? And she was just like, that's offensive. Why would you ask somebody that? Da, 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 da. And I'm like, I feel like I would only be offended if my shit was like that diamond crusted shit that did. It's not really in no carrots. But see, I don't even like m- with males. Like, I, don't even, I don't even like. I don't give a fuck about your earrings, your chain, your Rolex. Like, yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to wear, nigga. That's on you. Have fun. I don't care. The, wear all that expensive shit that you want to, nigga. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was just pretty much saying like, I think the only thing that I think is still offensive is like weight. Um, but see, that's volunteered now too because we're in this body positive, body positivity I'm movement. Fucking, I'm never telling nobody how much I weigh. But people do it all the time. Like you always have those comparisons. Uh, like on Instagram, you have the comparisons. Like oh, this is do. where I started it off. Like, at. I don't post the, like I, I mean, I don't really do that a lot. But I used to post before and after pictures. But I still never said how much I weigh, nigga. I was big and I got small, small and I got big, big and I got small. Like it's not really. I don't. I don't I'll never post how much I weigh. Yeah. Because it, mostly, because like everybody carries weight differently, so actually, I think it's funny because men are the least educated about that for whatever reason. Because I love looking at niggas to be like, "Oh, I never date a big bitch, two hundred pounder." Look, oh on, my wait, god! Wait, 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 like, wait, wait! Before you get to that, I've, I'm just at the at this point where I feel like all women, especially like thicker women, weigh two hundred pounds. Like, just based off of my experience, like, where you can talk to somebody, like, oh, she thick. Like, oh, yeah, I weigh, like, 230. Like, what, really? Huh, never would have thought. Well, considering your history, I can see that. But, like, <laughs> what? No, no. Hey, ladies. Um, I'm saying, like. Nigga, you a lady. Fuck out of here. Hey, y'all. <laughs> considering your history, I can see that. But I'm saying, like. Don't fucking consider because my considering okay, uh, I can see, can see, um, but yeah, like most women, like like I said, I can, you carry weight differently. So I love when I hear niggas like, oh, I never date no big bitch, two hundred pounds, bitch, like duh, 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 like I want a bitch like one thirty five. And I'm like, do y'all know what the fuck one thirty five looks like? They really don't. Because 135 is very offensive to my eyes. 135 is extremely thin. Unless, <laughs> and, but that's the thing though. Weight depends on so much. Some people are more dense. Some people are thicker. Some people are thinner. Height plays a part. Because when I was like super like skinny and people thought I looked fucking emancipated, I was still 169 pounds. And I had people that think, thought I was like 150, 140. And I'm like, yeah, no, fam. At 140, I might look like I'm dying. I'm also tall and my body is more dense. Like I have more muscle mass. So like I'm always going to be heavier even. And I had to realize that for myself because my goal weight was like, Oh, I want to be 145. And I'm like, I'm gonna, like, I'm dying. So it was like, I even had to change that. Like I'll take one 175, 170. I mean, 165, 170 me, please. You know what I'm saying? Because I would look sick. Yeah. I mean, and plus it's a different, it's a different day and time where the slim is not necessarily the end thing. It definitely is not slim thick. Yeah. I mean, we're really the end thing right now is like, um, altered bodies, but it's still that same dynamic. Cause that's the thing. 
niggas are pretty much want to build a bitch. So it's like, oh, I like titties. Give her some big titties, big titties. <laughs> oh, I like um, leg. Give her some thick thighs, thick thighs. I like ass. Give her a nice booty, fat ass. Flat stomach, skinny arms, little legs. It's just like, that I don't even, you just but describe see, some shit that don't exist. See, I take offense to that because I don't even think you can say that it's niggas. Like, that's what y'all are doing. The, but the aesthetic is what they're, the, the, the aesthetic that women are chasing and why they go under the knife is to appeal to men. I don't think that is completely true. I think it has a lot to do with it. Okay. I think we've gotten farther away from it now. Because when I think about, oh, Debbie, you know what? I would get a tummy tuck. I think about just being able to wear whatever the fuck I want to. In fact, I don't like clothes. So if I can just wear a ball top and panties outside, then I'd be cool. So cool. in 2019, you can. So. Well, I have to have the body for it. So <laughs> suck all the shit out. <laughs> tuck it. But that's just me. So... But I do think it started from men. Like, you know, you don't know how many women that with all these BBLs and back market butt shots, like black market butt shots. Like, that's how it got in. Like, okay, men like fat asses. I can't work at the booty club, no booty. You know what I'm saying? Like, or I want to strip. I might have a fat ass and some nice titties, but shit. Or I might have a fat ass and my stomach flat, but I don't have no titties. Let me add some titties. Or I had a baby, my titties sagging. Let me pull these bitches up. Let me. And then I think somewhere along the lines, it got out of hand. Yeah, man. All I can say is, like, man, just love yourself. You can love yourself and get started. I love myself, but I don't want to love all of myself. Some of this shit can go. I mean, but just don't, like, I'm not going to say I no. would never touch my face. I'm I have not, shit like that I would never touch. I'm not going to say no names, but, like, I don't need you to look like a completely different person at but all. But, see, that's the thing. Niggas say that, but y'all still love the Bernice Bogoges, whatever her name fucking name is, and all the other bitches that's been completely made into a whole new person. I mean, her face is still the same. I don't know. Like, I'm just talking about people who have completely the Claremont twins. People still love them. Yeah. Um. They were like fucking Muppets. The Kardashians. People love them. Um. It's a lot of hosts. I can't think of all the people that's been had surgery, but I got one specific. Most one of your that faves. I, that I'm not gonna mention by name, but yeah. That's why you know. She need to relax. All the people that be lying. Like, it's girls in the city. Like, bitch, your arms is not that fat. And yo, and you got cankles. And yo got your ass is huge. And your stomach is flat. Weight don't even distribute like that. But okay. And I know how weight distributes like that. Because when you get lipo, fun fact for people considering lipo and why I want the shit, it's sucking out your fat cells. So that shit is, light bulb is permanent. So you can gain weight again, but it's no fat cells right there. So it's not going to deposit back into those same places. So that's why you can still have that flat ass stomach and your arms and your legs and your ankles going to blow the fuck up. Because <laughs> you don't have any more fat deposits there anymore, sis. Mm. Trust me, I Googled it because I'm getting the shit. Trust me. <laughs> I ain't hating. I'm just saying y'all got a lot of top line. Oh, you know <laughs> Look, that New Year, New Year swag gonna be crazy. Mm. What? I'm looking forward to that. That New Year swag y'all about to have is gonna be insane. What you mean? You know that check drop on 27. Oh yeah, no, I got <laughs> shit. I'm paying off this. I'm paying. Niggas I'm paying. I'm getting some monkeys off my back. Now I am. I do plan on getting my shit together, but once I'm completely out of 
Well, minus my student loans, because that shit gonna be there without a doubt. But once I got that, I'm getting all this shit stuck right on now. Suck it, seal it up, ship it off. So, I'm you know, what you do with it. when, uh, fellas, when Kanice gets a bad bitch status, remember that First cash app. I'm a bad bitch already, and you no, can remember no, that cash app right now. <laughs> you know, so sliding them DMs, you know, send that money, you know. I'm just saying, you know, equal opportunity here. You know, we both out here like that. Mm, no. <laughs> it's so much more fun. No, it's not. And profitable because you're the one with the fan club and the hive to auction you off. You have one too. You're just not approachable. To, I don't know. That's a bullshit ass <laughs> lie. You keep trying to push that narrative. You're not approachable. No, nah, I'm not approachable. Then what the fuck that make you? You are way meaner than me. Lie. Come on and lie. You were just telling me I was too nice yesterday. Lie. Lie on mic. <laughs> lie. All right. Exactly. Now you all see people that what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, okay. I mean, I don't have a defense for it. Yeah. Because it's facts. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my rapping ass. Um, so <clears throat> now let's get into the meat and potatoes of our show. Yeah, because I'll ask you that shit about all the other shit later. I can't remember what I wrote down. <laughs> it was about whitewashing your kids, but we'll talk about that later. So this week, um, I guess we kinda had a would you say we had a come to Jesus uh meeting? <laughs> when? We had a come to Jesus meeting and we just had a, a pretty in-depth conversation about expectations. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, <clears throat> sis. Relax. Um, I didn't even do nothing. I don't like your beverage. I can't say I'm sorry. No. Why? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're lying. I am um, sorry. I am so sorry. So... Basically, did that, so hopefully you ain't have to go through that. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck out. Anyway, all right. So I'm, I'm gonna continue with this conversation about my fucking self. I'm a solo podcaster now. So is it? You know, I don't. I don't get how. You know, people put expectations on you unknowingly like you don't know about the expectations but um they just have no problem expecting things from you regardless of the level of you guys' situation whether it's family whether it's you know somebody you're dating um whether it's your job like all these expectations that you have on you that nobody really has the decency to tell you about like it's kind of like oh you disappointed me like how like i didn't know that you were expecting anything for me to be a disappointment so today we're gonna dive into expectations and um why people aren't upfront with what they expect from you i mean i guess as far as a job like you kind of know that you need to do your task um <laughs> anywhere task. <laughs> anywhere above and beyond that is not a it should not be an expectation and i kind of equate everything back to jobs because we all have jobs and we all go through you know do we do we all have <laughs> so, jobs oh my God. Okay. trump fix unemployment and we all have jobs mm. <laughs> so 
<laughs> so I always equate it back to job. Like everything is a job. A relationship is a job. A friendship is a job. You know, being somebody's sibling is a job. Being somebody's son or daughter is a job. Like everything is a job. So why do people expect things from you and then don't let you know that they expect certain things from you? Can you do you think you have an answer for that? No, you're just mainly rocking in there. All right. Um, for me personally, I think it's uh, the fact that a lot of people are scared to say what they actually want. You know, so they go through living this situation. And then when something doesn't happen that they want it to happen, now you're mad. Like, I don't get how you can be mad if you didn't explain that this is what you wanted. Like, just be upfront, be out and open, explain, elaborate, and when that part that first sign i hate to be this guy but that first sign of somebody not giving you what you want you address it and like hey you got one more time and they're like what's up i can see both sides okay um but i'm so irritated who would do it to me <laughs> um but i can see both sides like um you well never mind i think that's different Cause I was about to use Hendrix as an example, but I think that's a culture more so than an expectation. What? What do I do now? Huh? What do I do now? Nothing. Shut up. You're whining. <laughs> I'm <laughs> it's always picking on me. I nobody fucking picking on your raggedy ass. I'm talking about like okay. The reason I said that I was gonna use him as an example, and I'll tell y'all the example, and then I'll say why I don't apply. Um, like you have expectations for people people have expectations for you, right? So, like, you... But the only time, in my opinion, that it's understandable when that person doesn't meet your expectations is when it's unspoken. So, if you expect this of your mate, if you want them to do certain things, if you have a certain amount of times you want to talk to your mate throughout the day, if you have a certain amount of times you want to see them, a certain amount of way, uh, a certain way you want to be treated... Um, sorry, what you want to be, I don't know, loved or, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's your love language or how you want to be touched or how, you know, respect or responsibilities in the household, all of these things, it should be a conversation, right? Because everyone moves differently. Everybody's experiences are differently. So their expectations are different. Some people have, can have low expectations. You can continuously exceed them, right? Right. And then some people can have high ones where you can continuously fall short because you don't know any better. So um, I think it's important to communicate them th- those things. Um, the reason I see the other side of it is because sometimes you hope, and I think that that comes with knowing somebody. Like I think that that's something that develops with time. But I think you get to the point and what and when it becomes disappointing because people want you like they just even though it's an expectation, they want you to know what they want. And I ain't no fucking mind reader. Yes, of course. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I because I, I feel the same way. Like, what? Especially outside of the basic necessities, like, you know, like me, don't fuck around on me, feed me, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> The normal shit, like, yes, cool, that's great. I have no problem with the things that are already normal. But when it comes to like, oh, I want you to behave like this in this situation, do this in this situation, it's just like, I did. I wouldn't know that because the situation never presented itself or I, my own experiences or stuff is different, so I'll react in this way. 
And so it's nothing left to do in that in that way, but communicate your needs and your desires to your mate. Like men. Or your friends, too, because they can treat you differently. The reason I was about to use Hendrix as an example, I'm sorry, my name cut you off, but you're about to cut me off, so I guess fuck you. Um, the reason I was about to use Hendrix as an example, like, but that's why I changed it, because I think that's a culture. If somebody already does something, right, and um, they don't do it, and you feel some kind of way, that's not affecting the... That's not a, that's not a failed expectation. That's a culture that you developed. Like we record every week, and like Hendrix either feeds me or brings me something to drink. If he didn't, I'll be upset. But that's not an expectation I have on him. That's a culture which he created in our <laughs> in our relationship. So I was like, "Ain't that a bitch?" Now I'm like, "Where's my stuff? Where's my fucking stuff? I'm hungry and I'm thirsty." Feed me, motherfucker! Ain't that all right? <laughs> <laughs> Hendrix is my dear friend and colleague. We've created that <laughs> culture in our relationship. Like if I call him and he answer the phone, I'm sorry, ladies. I will fight him. That's a culture that we've created in our relationship. I'll hunt you down. Disgusting and I'll choke you. You said what? So this is a disgusting narrative. How? Um, what I wanted to say was like, men, men, you. you know, we want that the lady that takes care of themselves, you know, nails done, hair feet done, done hair did. done. You know, you want somebody like that's that, dialed up and everything. But you have to understand that that cannot be done without your participation without funds that cannot be done without right. funds so i ain't go you yeah. know what i'm saying i'm not the type of nigga that's gonna say damn like your, your nails look kind of rough my nigga like you need to do something about that i'm the type of nigga to be like all right yeah you gotta you gotta take care of that here you go i got half on it or i'm gonna pay the full price like here you go like there you go you gotta take care of it now if i don't say shit like that's on me but you have to speak that. Like yeah, if I, gotta, I address ooh, that's it, a good, that's a good advice. Y'all gotta fund these suggestions and these expectations. I'm saying, why you get your hair done? Why you give me the money to? Yeah, I mean, I'm all about participation. Like I can't be the the type of person who makes a complaint and doesn't have a solution to it in any aspect. Like my expectations aren't large because I don't. You know, if I have an issue with it, I address it and then I move forward. I just know what type, you know, I just know what I'm dealing with at that point. It's like, oh, I need you to, you know, clean up around the house a little bit more. And here we go. Three days later, it's like, you know, it's a nasty house. I'll clean the fucking house. Like, hey, this is kind of how three I want the house. <laughs> like, I asked you to clean something in three minutes and you don't start. I'm going to be like, I got it. Fuck you. What? Yeah, but I'm the mean one. Anyways. You, I can't wait till we get video. I swear to God. Because <laughs> when I said that, your face was like, well, touche. <laughs> I'm the mean one. Um, you are, nigga. Is, all right. All right. Relax. You're peeking. Um, Fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry, sis. Yeah, just uh, the expectations that we don't verbalize. Like, we can't be mad at somebody else for not meeting those expectations yeah. if we're not speaking about you it. You really can't say anything until like, what would you say? 
How many, how many times? And he's the mean one. Y'all about to see it. Watch this. How many times would you say that you have <laughs> to, that you would mention something before it's like, motherfucker, I told your bitch. I mean, I mentioned it once and then I don't care anymore. Like if you decide that you're not addressing the situation, that's on you. But I'm saying continuously throughout the relationship. So like you, I'm saying like not just something like trivial, like cleaning. I was just like, um, I don't know. I want you to. Never mind. I can't even ask you. You were just a fucked up person. <laughs> at the no, core, ask, ask at away. the core, you a fucked up person. So I already know the answer. Ask away. Go ahead. I'm about um, to ask like how many times? It's like something like, oh, I want you to call me more. Or I want to spend more time together. Or. Like how many times is it okay for them to not for your wants and desires to go unnoticed? Okay, let me think of something that you might like. Um, I want more head or I want more food or something. No, you don't even eat. No, you naming all negatives in my book. I, know, I can't think of nothing. Um, I want you to leave me alone more. I wouldn't. I would never say that. <laughs> I wouldn't Did say. Did you it. just say that to somebody? I wouldn't say that. I would. I would think it, but I wouldn't say that. I'm not rude. He would go. Straight. I'm my asshole. I'm not rude. It's the difference. One of these things feels <laughs> like a lie. Um, no, I mean, like I said, I'm not. But think of something that you would fucking want, and then answer me how many times would you have to ask for? I said before it. It's like, when I address something, because I'm the it's type. A, it's a non-negotiable. I'm. The, I don't have non-negotiables, really. Like you do, you're a fucking grown ass person. You're gonna do what I'm you want to do, regardless right, right, of what right, I say. But that's my whole. That's my whole thing about expectations. Like, how can you have expectations on a person? And yeah, like they doing whatever the fuck they want to do. Yes, same true, way but as true, you. But, but that's common courtesy. Like, if you want to be with somebody, you compromise. Or so where does compromise come into? It, I what understand, I'm saying. but if you're the only person that's compromising. Then that puts you in a compromising position. Yes, because I know I have about like so many so many times, and I don't really ask for a lot. I'm not demanding in a relationship. Like I'm kind of go with the flowy. So it's only if I if it's something I really got to point out, and I do it continuously. That's the type of shit that rack up, and it's like, why am I here? Exactly. I'm not gonna keep talking to your girl and ask you grown. Hey, I have an issue with this. You people gonna do what they wanna do regardless. I say that all the time. Like I have an issue with this. We might need to address this. Like we might need. No, I know my bitch addressed it right now. I need you to change this. I need you to get up, get get up, get out and do something. And I'm gonna give you a little bit of time to get your shit together. Yeah, ten minutes. (laughs) Fifteen. No, you're not demanding at all. Five. Um. Yeah, just five minutes. <clears throat> for me, once I address it, I leave it alone. It's up it's now in your hands. The power? Yeah, the power is now in your hands. You decide what you want to do with what I said. If you want to ignore it and keep doing whatever the fuck you want to do, like that's cool. I don't have any expectations on you because that that's unrealistic. Because mm. nine times out of ten, people fail you regardless of how you feel about them. Whether that's dating, whether that's your friends, whether that's, you know, shit, it could be your fucking parents. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've had plenty of times where it's like, oh, you know, we're coming around the Christmas season. You know, back in the day, we were always taught if you're, you know, 
good and it's feasible you know you get whatever you want for christmas and shit and it's like all right cool you know well i got all ace this year and i'm doing good and what was that citizenship and everything like i'm a model student and i want doing good citizenship. who me no i never did good in citizenship. <laughs> I think so. that was a problem um so yeah i did good in school all year you know acted right you know nothing outside of school that was an issue and i want this expensive thing for christmas baby go i'm sorry <laughs> and then i don't get that it's like well what the fuck like you put this expectation on me so i expected you to fucking fulfill your promise and you didn't like what the fuck so now I'm disappointed. you just like, oh, well, you did what you were supposed to do. No, I did what you expected me to do. I don't have to do anything. I could be skipping school and shit. Like, fuck out of here. So, yeah. um, To kind of reel this back in, like, why do people have expectations for you? Or why do you have expectations for other people? I feel like you should just, you know, state your claim and move on you know set your price and live your life simple wait what you you said what set your price and live your life this is what i need and i'm going about my business you know like i I don't i think it's a thin line between non-negotiable deal breakers and expectations because like expectations like okay i want you to do this i i expect you to behave in this manner I th- like I said before, those are only valid when you state when you state them. I th- my only issue with expectations personally is when you are expecting something from me and unbeknownst to me. So like I don't know and you want this, then it's not okay. Like because it's like I'm failing and I didn't even know it was like I didn't know we were taking a test. I didn't know we were taking didn't. a test. I didn't even know. <laughs> I would have tried harder with study. I don't know, but I didn't maybe know that not. this was a thing with your ass for sure. Maybe Sorry, girl. <laughs> I would have, I would have known better, but I didn't. So it's like because you knew better, you do better, right? But you don't know, and so that's my only issue. Because if somebody presents you with something and you don't like it, you either choose to do it or you choose not to do it, and then from there you decide if you if it's a deal breaker or it's not. That's how I feel. Like if it's something that I really want somebody to do. Or I expect of my mate, my friend, my lover, whatever the case may be, I have to say that. And if I say that and they're like, no, I can't do that or that's not who I am. Now I have to decide how important that is to me. And if I can compromise and learn to live without that or if I can't. And if I can't, then then you get into the idea of what's going, what's next, the dissolution of this relationship or whatever. That's to me the only viable steps. Um, but expectation without, you know, expectation without explanation is, uh, just kind of ridiculous. It's a waste of air. Yeah. It's just kind of like, I'm feeling like, so it's like, I'm always disappointing you. I'm always making you upset. You're always like feeling like you're getting the shirt in the stick for some shit that I don't even know I'm doing to you. Like what's worse than somebody like, Oh, you're hurting my feelings. You're doing this. And you're like, I didn't even know I was doing shit. No, you didn't say that that was an issue for you. Yeah, exactly. And so it's just like. You can't be like, oh, you didn't do this. And it's like, well, I didn't know I was supposed to. You know what I'm saying? So, it's no, just one I, d- of those I definitely feel it. Like, I've had um, situations where it was like, oh, well, you know, I just, I don't understand how you, like, you know, you just drink so much. I'm like, I literally, like, have two drinks a week. Like, if that, you know what I'm saying? And that's normally, like, 
some after work shit or like on the weekends or something like that. And it's not like an all day thing. Like I know alcoholics. Like I feel kind of offended because I think you're calling me an alcoholic, and I'm not that. I don't wake up with the bottle on the nightstand. Like, like yeah. who called you alcoholic? No, I'm just saying we. Oh. You know, okay. certain instances in your life or, or a certain time, you know, I'm just thinking back and shit. It's like, yeah, you know, I really don't do that. Like, you know, you just get drunk and you get mean. Like, I'm mean. Like, the alcohol has nothing to do <laughs> with the meanness, nigga. I'm just naturally mean. So, shit like that is like, you know, being a disappointment and not knowing that something was actually expected of you is one of the most irritating feelings that you can possibly have and vice versa like you know expecting something out of someone that you feel like is very very common and very uh minuscule and them just completely ignoring it like i see it from both sides but i would much prefer that somebody actually verbalize it so that way i have a idea of what i'm supposed to do like I said, it's all tasks. Everything is a job. Like everything is something that you have to work hard to continue to achieve. And if you're not telling me what I need to do, then how do I know what I'm supposed to do? I'm just gonna do what I do, and then exactly. you gonna feel a type of way about it. And then I mean, I don't know what to tell you at that point. Yeah, yeah, it's same. I think. Also, if somebody is not meeting your expectations. You should probably uh figure out something else to do. Now I will say that. What's the rule like what's the rule of thumb there? Is it one like, okay, after so many fell expectations, you need to get the fuck on or reevaluate? How many? Put a number on it. If you had to. Uh I mean, it depends on the situation and how much you are invested in it. Like, you know, if you dating somebody and they like this is time like number six then you should probably reevaluate what you're doing but if you're dating somebody and it's like the first time and it's like oh i'm really upset it's like okay well explain that and the next time then you can make that decision also i mean just to go back to that point like if somebody is consistently disappointing you and you stay shut the fuck up Cause I mean, like, what are you now? You send the mixed signals. Now we'll subscribe to that. I seen that a long time ago. Like the first person I, I'm so sorry, y'all. The first time I ever seen that was um Tamar Braxton. I know y'all choose if y'all want to hate her or not. I don't care. But um, I remember seeing her say that like, if you're not gonna say nothing or you're not gonna if you're not gonna leave, pretty much don't say shit. Let that man cheat in peace or let that person do that in peace. Like, and I feel like that. Like, if you're not going to do anything about it for real, if at the end of the day you're just going to accept it or allow it to happen or just, or stay, mm-hmm. then shut the fuck up about it. Don't even bring it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I agree. Because, I mean, I'm also the type of person that's already always ready to go. But if you are the person that's going to eventually be like, I'm going to stay, why you cutting your man clothes up and bleaching their shit? Not to make this about cheating, but it's just like, why are you trying to even have an argument or a discussion about some shit and you know you just going to deal with it anyway? Just shut up. Both yeah. of y'all will be happier. <clears throat> Pretty much. Just shut the fuck up. You don't, you're not going to do nothing. Right. You care, you act, but you, you're not. No, you actually react. don't care. That's the that's the message that you're sending. You actually don't care. 
when you don't address things and you know quote unquote put your foot down you're saying that you don't care like it's not that that big of a deal like oh it's all right it'll be okay like okay so just don't mention it then if that's the case that's just how i look at it like if you're not going to do anything to stop this behavior from happening then shut up simple so guys gals what are your thoughts on people expecting things from you without letting you know that they have expectations of you and like i said it's a it's a it's a very broad topic you know whether you're going through workplace shit whether you're going through dating shit whether you're going through uh sibling shit parent shit even your kids i know a lot of us have kids and stuff like that so you know i guess people disappoint their kids all the time something like that or your kids disappoint you like you want them to be all a student but you don't you know put the work in for them to be all a student oh wait you don't put the work in for them to be all a student or you just got a dumb kid (laughs) what is our where is the show sheet everybody not smart (laughs) um yeah, so if you want to, you can uh, hit us up on Twitter, the 2AM Podcast, or you can email us at s2ampodcast at gmail.com if you want to further um, talk about this subject for this week's episode. So, okay, see what's next. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, you said you was looking for the show sheet, not me. If you want to email us, you can do so. You already did. I just said that. Ask to a podcast at gmail.com. The number two. We'll get back to you. Now, what All right. Is there anything grinding your gears this week? All right. Hendrix. Um, no. But um, what's grinding my gears is I really don't have anything. Champion for, again. Huh? I said champion again. What? Grind my gears champion, my nigga. I'm out here. Um... Oh, that's the episode. Never mind. Um, I got one. Oh, I have what? Go ahead. I was just trying to clear the air while you were thinking. All right, nigga. I can't remember what I, I forgot already. So what did you say? All right. <laughs> Grinding my gears this week is you little fuckity computer fuckers. All right. Now that's I don't so know specific. what's been I don't know what's been going on with me this year, but the amount of times that somebody has disturbed a count of mine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous, and I have all the checkpoints and all that shit established, and that shit still happens. So, you no credit, credit, all credit due to you guys. You are very, very um good at your job. You know, fuck you still, but you're very, very good at your job. Um, I believe it was the day before Thanksgiving. Um, somebody hacked my PlayStation Network account. Subsequently, uh, I had to close my bank account. I had to get a refund from PlayStation, which took a minute, and I'm still waiting on my new debit card. So I just yeah, been out and here. at one point they hacked our Netflix account. <laughs> yeah. So um yeah, guys, be careful out here. You know, set up some different passwords. You know, I know it might be it might suck. Because you have to remember like different passwords for everything that we do and we do a lot of shit. But uh it's well needed because, you know, it could be you next time. And that shit is not fun to talk to your bank about the money that's not in your account anymore because somebody else took it. 
It'd be different if you used it and you was just trying to get the fraud shit off. But uh, I didn't use it, so mm. I'm a little upset. So yeah, shout out to the hackers, you know. Shout out. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's grinding your gears? Uh, I think the thing grinding my gears outside of Hendrix is can I say niggas? I always say niggas, but y'all always doing something. Yeah, always male bashing. I'm not male bashing, but can we address the issue that men have with sexuality and like intimacy? Okay, I'm interested in this. Okay, so everyone knows. Well, if you haven't been living under a rock, you have any form of social media. You've seen like the the masseuse on Instagram, the male male masseuse. Mm, sure. You've seen them, right? Um, no. I'm gonna show you. Okay. So it's like these sexy masseuse on Instagram. Oh, okay, and, yeah, no, I know what you're doing. And social media, and like you always see niggas like, oh, they're fucking. Oh my, why is he touching her like that? And I'm just like, I hate how it grinds my gears how men view sexuality, like, in intimacy. But some of them niggas do be on, on the borderline of some some freak shit, though. But they really don't. I'm, okay, I can't speak for everybody. I obviously can't speak for everybody, but from my experience, they don't like, it's really just like a business and like, these are licensed professionals. And so it's like, it's, it's their job. Like, okay. If I am marketing a massage, right. And that's a market because I, regardless what men fail to realize is that that's an untapped market. They're tapping it now, obviously, but it's an untapped market of like, being able to be massaged in that way of like being handled by a man and not sexualized. That's a like bravo to them because that's a market because I don't know how many times I real like guys like, Oh, let me give you a massage. And they really just trying to fuck you. So it's like, Oh, even if it's your nigga, it's just like, Oh, I'll rub you down. And like that massage is an, a dick in your fucking coochie in five minutes. And it's just like, you really didn't rub shit. And I'm still tense. So if I can actually be touched on and loved on and rubbed on by a man, that's really not trying to fuck me. Like that's a, un, that's not like a good ass market. You know what I'm saying? Like, she had to be doing booty rubs, but like, masseuse do that i you can ask for it because i go i go to a very luxury class spa and they ask if you take your panties off or your boxers off they'll assume you want your ass rub because you have the option to leave them on or take them off hey jennifer got me together man. And so, yes and so i always go completely new yes girl rub this ass so, so. why people always like oh, comment and like, oh my God, why they naked? Da, 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 da. And it's like, they're naked because when you rub somebody's ass, like it's not supposed to be clothes in the way. Yeah, bro. I'm not getting a massage uh, with clothes on. Sorry. You, they actually, it's like, <laughs> they tell you to unrobe and they tell you to, you can either it's leave levels. your panties on yeah. or leave your panties off. Right. And if you already have your drawers off, they know that you want your fucking um, ass rubbed. It's the same thing with, um. Your hair, like, I mean, I'm a black girl. I usually have braids or weave. <laughs> they massage your scalp and shit. They literally, it's a full body massage. That's what a full body massage is. And so I always see it with black people and mostly men. Why would you let somebody touch you like that? Like, do y'all not know what, you know what? I should think about that because that's like self-care. And then you have to think about mental health and y'all people not taking care of yourselves. So y'all don't know what a real massage is in the Wait, first place. Relax. Jesus Christ. <sighs> they don't. People think massage is like over the shirt, like when you were fucking like high school and they were massaging your shoulders 
hard as fuck. Like that's not a massage. That's not a full body massage. A chair massage is better than that shit. And I just don't like, it's so frustrating. Cause I always say like, Oh, this is so inappropriate. I bet they fucked. How is he not hard? Cause he's a professional. And I hope that I would hope that if I ever date and get in a relationship that I could find a man that can fucking massage without your fucking dick getting hard. Like, why can't you touch women? Like without being aroused. It's your job. Yeah, it's such a coochie. But I'm saying, like, why can't you control yourself? Is what I'm saying. Like, why can't you control yourself? I want a man that can control, control himself. I don't want my nigga to be like, oh my god, I'm so so ready to go. <laughs> I mean, I don't think <clears throat> as somebody who's dabbled in the field, um, yeah, that's just your your body's natural reaction, and that's more so a credit to you know the person that you're massaging. But you do have to actually, you know, be professional about it. So, yeah, in the event that I am giving a massage and I do, you know, happen to have an erection, I'm not rubbing my erection on you. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing everything in my power to, you know, get rid of the erection because they happen randomly. Like I can like just be driving and like dick hard. So, you know what I'm saying? So I I feel that like you know it, it doesn't have to be flagrant, you know you can be professional and still you know have natural urges. I guess that's the best way to put it because you know it's it's a lot of nice looking women who are taking care of themselves now. So that that industry is um taking off. I know my um, my god brother he's actually a masseuse and he always talks about you know his troubles a lot as far as you know women making him uncomfortable you know as the receiver of the massage where women want to be touched in a more uh non-professional way and you know him not being comfortable with it so and that's what i'm saying like i just feel like end of the day like it's a it's their occupation and 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 on top of that and i'm not sitting here trying to shit on anybody but somebody's making a good point because it was like a video of somebody. I can't. It was somebody famous or somebody getting a massage like that. And it was just like, oh, I would be so hype. I would have been and tried to fuck. I would have been rubbing my dick. And they like, yeah, no. you got to think about that. First of all, all of their motherfucking clients don't look like that. Like, so all their clients not going to be fucking build a bitch. You know what I'm saying? With the booty that you want to rub on. So, so yeah, it's like, oh, I, I, I saw how many comments. Hold on, where can I sign up? I need this job. First of all, you already talk about doing nasty shit, so your license is revoked already. <laughs> Second of all, you want to rub up on bitches, and then it's going to be cool until fucking a little thick bitch that you don't want to fucking touch. Like, oh, like, you know what I'm saying? With some back fat shit come in there, and you like, oh, shit, I don't want to do this. It's nasty. So, I just... It's not even about the masseuse. It was just about men's misconception of intimacy. Nice. And like that idea. He was like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, why can't I get my, like, why can't like, oh, I want to let my girl get this. I'm going to do it myself. You're lying. Because <laughs> five minutes into you saying, oh, I'm going to give you a massage. You trying to fuck. Why does everything that involves touch or anything sensual, it means sex. That bothers the fuck out of me. Now, I like sex as much as the next person. I'm not saying that. But I should be able to, like, legitimately be like, I'm tense. And my man want to massage me. For real. Mm -hmm. Like, and not 10 minutes of you trying to rub my booty. 
and then try to stick it in. I'm talking about <laughs> legitimately rub me down. Okay. It's unlikely. <clears throat> to to end this. I've been on the other side of that coin a lot. So I no, I'm just saying, like, oh. the, the massage, this just a fucking massage. And then it's like, oh, well, damn, my nigga, you. Well, maybe, you I mean, but they could be conditioned. <laughs> maybe it's in that, like. No, that's what when I was they, When to. you said, especially because you be acting like you fake, don't want to put out. So maybe when you was like, I'll <laughs> massage you instead, they probably was like, oh, yeah, this nigga finally about to give me some. And you just like, no. That's probably what happened. That did not go the way that I wanted it to go, but uh, yeah. So, anyways, where can they find more commentary like this from you? If you, you want to reach me, Casey, in the place to be, you can do so at K A Y underscore I N R E E L L I F E. That's K underscore in real life, real R E L R E E L, um, real life or whatever. And then it's on Instagram and on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook at K. Oh yeah, Casey Cole. Sorry, K Y C E E C O L L, and then you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Noli Hendrix. That's N O E L L Y H E N D R I X. You can also find the show. You can find the show at the at the two AM podcast. What is that on? On Facebook and Twitter. On Facebook and Twitter. On Instagram, it's it is two acro millennials. I mean, you know, I I had it, but I appreciate you. Because I usually do that part. I don't care. You lucky I ain't got to throw it. But all right, guys, that is going to wrap it up for this week's edition episode of the two acro millennials podcast. Henry, do you have any last words? Yes, as always, millennials, remember, if you are the smartest person in the room, it's probably time to change the room that you're in. I'm about to lead in. All right, guys. We'll catch you next week. Hopefully. Peace. (laughs) Bye-bye.